and welcome to Q&A with the Doc. Today, the Doc is in to answer the question, what does grace upon grace mean? Let's hear what he has to say. So this week, we're going to answer the question, grace upon grace, what does it mean? So in the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 16, in the New American Standard Bible, as well as the ESV, we read, for from the fullness we have received, grace upon grace. In the NIV, it's actually translated, out of his fullness, we have all received grace in place of grace already given. Now, this obviously is referring in context to the Lord Jesus Christ. If you study the Gospel of John, chapter 1, leading into this, we learn that the Word, who is Jesus, became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We also learn that the Word has always been with God, and the Word is God. So we learn that Jesus is Creator, We learn that he's eternal, he's always existed, exists, and always will exist. Then we learn that he chooses to clothe himself in flesh and make his dwelling among us. So we learn the deity of Christ, that he's fully God and he's fully man. And in coming as man to live the life we couldn't, die the death we deserved, and be raised from the dead so we could have the life we couldn't earn, we understand that in him we've seen the glory, the glory as the only Son from the Father who is full of grace and truth. He is truth. He's the perfect standard. We don't measure up to him. So we need grace. And not only does he bring grace, but he gives grace upon grace. In this, we learn that in Christ, we receive grace. That's God's righteousness at Christ's expense, if we use the letters as an acrostic, which help define that we get favor or the benevolence of God or the forgiveness of God that we do not deserve because Christ made it possible. So in Christ... Salvation is made possible to those who believe because of grace. Jesus paid it all. Jesus died for the sins of the world. He died for your sins and my sins. And in doing that, we receive grace. But not only do we receive grace for salvation, grace also sustains us in this life and prepares us for the life to come. Life to come. Therefore, we get grace upon grace. Grace saves, but grace also sustains. Here's an illustration of the sustaining grace. So grace upon grace, grace for salvation and grace that sustains us in our salvation. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, the apostle Paul was struggling. We don't know exactly what it is, but he referred to it as a thorn in his flesh. Flesh there likely means a spiritual struggle because Paul also likens the flesh, not just our physical body, but our spiritual makeup. And when someone struggles in their flesh, it can be their spiritual. So this could be a spiritual struggle that Paul was dealing with, or it could have been a physical struggle. What we do know is whatever the struggle was, 
he writes, it is a messenger of Satan to torment me. So whether he was being tormented physically or spiritually, the Bible says in verse 8, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, that Paul pleaded three times with the Lord to take it away. But in verse 9, God's response was, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. So as we go through life and we experience challenges or trials, physically, spiritually, or both, God's grace first saves us, but then His grace sustains us. So in Christ, we receive grace upon grace, grace for our salvation and grace for what is called our sanctification. Sanctification positionally means we've been made perfect in Christ. But practically speaking, God is not through molding us and shaping us into the image of the Lord Jesus. It's a process. Positionally speaking, grace saves us and makes us perfect before the Lord. Practically speaking, grace sustains us as we're being perfected in Christ until that day that we stand before the Lord and then are ushered into our eternity with Him and a real place called heaven. Grace upon grace. Grace for our salvation and grace in our sanctification. Thanks for the question. Hope you had a great week. Look for more opportunities to answer questions. Whatever takes place, though, remember, as always, God loves you and so do we. Have a great week. Thank you again for joining us on Q&A with the Doc. If you have any questions for Dr. Sean, you can send him a message on social media at at Dr. Sean Keels or send him an email at seankeels at gmail.com. 